morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Love Morning Show on this wonderful Wednesday morning. And what a wonderful Wednesday morning it is. I'm your host, J.B. Lee. Wake on up on this wonderful Wednesday morning. Good morning, McClam. Good morning, Deacon Lamb. Wake on up on this wonderful Wednesday morning. Get your day started knowing that God that made the heavens and the earth and everything in the universe. He loves you this morning. And I'm telling you, ain't nothing you can do about it. <laughs> he loves you this morning. And ain't nothing you can do about it. Good morning, Wanda. So you might well wake on up, get your day started, knowing that God loves you. When you get up and you look in the mirror, or you're driving down the road in your car, look in your mirror and say, God loves me. <laughs> Remind yourself day after day that God loves you. And he wants the best for your life. See, if you don't remind yourself of that every day, people and the enemy and everything else around you will try to remind you that God don't love you. They'll try to tell you God don't love you. But when you start reminding yourself every day that God loves you, man, that thing get entrenched in your mind and your understanding. And I'm telling you, it's a big part of our life. Good morning, Dars. When you know that God loves you, oh my Lord, you are unstoppable. Because see, a lot of times when you know he loves you, nothing else matters because you know he got you. You know he's going to work things out. When you know he loves you, you, you're not, listen, you don't have to be on the fence about anything. Come on, somebody. I tell people all the time, they say, well, Jeff, you know, I don't ever hear you say anything about sin. It's been, and listen, I ain't got no business talking about sin because it's been dealt with. I, I don't, listen. I don't ever think about whether I'm going to heaven or not. That's already been settled. <laughs> you say, well, Jeff, how you know? Because Christ is in me. He lives in me. And so I, my salvation is secure. It's not, it's not on the fence. Come on, somebody. The word tells us, that, you know, you got, you, you got to be assured of who you are. You got to trust in who he is in you. I don't know if God loves me today. Man, God loves me every day, all day, every day, because that's just who he is. The word says God is love. Come on, somebody. The word says God is love. Not, not might be love, not should be love. He said he is love. And I have to believe what the word says. All right. God says we are blessed. Not should be, not could be, not going to be, not maybe. He says we are. Good morning, Josephine. He says we are healed. Not could be, not should be, not gonna be, not maybe. He says we are. Come on, somebody. See, the word says Christ in us, the hope of glory. He's already sealed this thing up. He just want to live in us. <laughs> he says we are more than conquerors. Not could be, not should be, not maybe, not gonna be. He says we are more than conquerors. And he says he'll never leave us nor forsake us. Never means never. See, I don't have to. I don't have to wonder if God is is he is he is he still in me? Man, I'm telling you one thing. Hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on a minute, God. Could you step out a minute? I got to cuss this person out. He ain't, it ain't gonna happen. 
I was telling somebody, <laughs> that's right, Josephine, we are. I was telling somebody, this is the true story. This really happened. A guy down in South Carolina, some years back, went to the buffet. And he sat there, and he ate, and he ate, and he ate, and he ate. And he was eating so much, they had to start, you know, kind of holding back stuff because he was, they take like they talked like he was eating up all the food on the buffet. And after he ate all that food, he told him, he said that he didn't have no money to pay because he told him Jesus paid it all. That's what he told him. He didn't have no money to pay because Jesus paid up. He sat there and ate all those people's food. He ate enough probably for four or five people, what the article said. It's years back. He said, Jesus paid it all. Well, they locked him and Jesus up that day. <laughs> See, because the man got locked up, Jesus didn't say, uh-oh, I can't go with you. <laughs> do you hear what I'm saying? He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Now, that don't mean we go out and do something stupid. But 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 that's just an example. The man said, Jesus paid it all. And him and Jesus got locked up that day. So I'm telling you, he, he, when he say never, he means never. Good morning, Carolyn. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. And he loves you unconditionally. He said, well, Jeff, you always harping on this because, see, I want people to understand that this has been my mission in life is to let you know how much God loves you and that he loves you unconditionally. And you can't do anything to stop him from loving you. Once we get that in our knowing, once we get it in our knowing that God loves me and, and, and he's working in me to give me the desire and the ability to do what pleases him, then that makes my life so much easier because I'm not striving to get God to do something. I'm not working to get him to do something in my life. He's already done it. All I'm doing is believing what he's done. And I'm walking in the grace and the mercy that he's given me because he done it. I didn't have anything to do with it. So all I have to do is live in it, walk in it, and, and, and let him do the work in me. Oh, he'll change my want-tos. He'll change my desires. He'll change what I think about myself. He'll change how I treat myself. He'll change how I treat other people. But I have to believe he loved me because see, if I ever stop believing he loves me, then I'll give up on life and I'll just be doing anything. You have to believe he loves you. He'll change everything about you. It's a process. It's going to take some time. It's going to take some time because you got to see, you got to relearn who you are. You got to know you. But when you when you know he loves you, good Lord have mercy. Man, you're unstoppable. All right, let's get on down to our topic for today. I hope everybody's having a good week so far on this wonderful Wednesday. Man, I'm telling you, this week been going by pretty fast. It's been going by pretty fast. We are headed right on into Thursday. This is what they call a hump day on a Wednesday. Let's keep that same energy that we've had all week, knowing that God loves us. And listen, let's show that love to everybody else. Listen, our topic for the day is what are you believing God for? What are you believing God for? You say, well, Jeff, what do you mean by that? What, what are you believing God for? Are you believing God for, 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 for your, 
your, your children to be saved or your grandchildren to be saved? Or are you believing God for a healing in, in, in your body or somebody else's body? Are you believing God for a financial breakthrough or, or some, some supernatural prosperity? And what, what are you believing God for? Because whatever you believe in God for, he's got it. And you can't give up on what you have been believing him for. If you've been believing him for something for five years, don't stop now. You're already five years invested. Come on, somebody. If you've been believing him for something for six months, don't stop now. You're already six months invested. And see, what, what we got to understand is, we'll say, Lord, if it be your will. No, 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 no. It is his will. It's God's will that you hold. It's his will that you are healed. It's his will that you are prosperous. It's his will that you have everything you need in life to be successful. So it is his will. You don't have to wonder if it's his will or not. What are you believing God for? You don't have to wonder if it's his will that, that you have a sound mind. It is his will. You don't have to wonder if it's his will that you be healed. It is his will. He said, I wish above all that you be in health. Good Lord have mercy. That you prosper and be healed even as your soul prosper. It is his will. He says, by my stripes you were healed. Then he says it again. He said, by my stripes you are healed. So it is his will. You don't have to wonder, say, Lord, if it's your. No, no, no. It ain't no if. It ain't no if and ads and buts about it. It is his will. So now you got to read that. What are you believing God for? Because it is his will that you prosper. It's his will that you are healed. It's his will that you are whole. It's his will that your family members are saved. It's his will. Don't ever wonder whether it's your will. No, no, it is his will. That you have everything you need in life. It's his will. That you're successful in life. It is God's will that you have everything you need. What are you believing God for? And right now, I'm a, I'm a, right now, we're going to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that whatever we are believing you for, we thank you for it now in advance because we know it's your will that we prosper. We know it's your will that we be in help. We know it's your will that we have everything that we need. We know it's your will that we are whole. We know it's your will that we are healed. And we believe you for it now in the name of Jesus. We know it's your will that our family members are saved and filled with who you are. We know it's your will, dear Father, that you have, you've given us life and life and more abundantly. We know it's your will. We don't wonder. We know it's your will that you want us to have everything we need in life. We know it's your will that we, we understand how much you love us. We know it's your will for us to love one another as you love us. And we thank you. It's your will. And we thank you that whatever we are believing you for, that it is done now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you. Listen, folks. It's his will. Whatever you are believing God for, for your life. You know what I'm talking. I ain't talking about none of this crazy stuff. It's his will that you have that you have a roof over your head, that you have shelter. It's his will. It's his will that you have an automobile to drive. Yes, and every need supply. It's his will. That you're not struggling. It's his will 
Come on, somebody. It's his will. You don't have to wonder. Well, I don't know. No, I know. It's in the word. It's his will. So whatever you believe in God for, start thanking him for it. Don't beg him. Don't beg God. He said, come boldly to the throne. He said, listen, I don't need you coming to me begging. Come to me like you know who you are. <laughs> come to me knowing who you are. You belong to me. And it's, your, it's my will that you have what you need in life. All you need to do is thank me for it. He said, whatever you need, I, I need you to start thanking me for it in advance. You might not see it yet. You might not see it on the horizon yet. You, it might not be nowhere in sight. But listen, when you start thanking him for what he's already, see, you can't see, but it's already done. It just hadn't showed up yet. And when you start thinking, something about thanking God for what he's already done, even though we don't see it, that's when it starts showing up. Come on, somebody. I told you the story years ago, me and Ellen, we were around the house and we started this thing. And, and Ellen would come in one day. She said, what, you, what, you meant to the mailbox? I said, yeah. She said, is there a check? I said, no. She said, well, I'm looking for a check. I said, well, okay. I'm looking for one, too. And every week we come in the house. Ellen said, yeah, we got a check. I said, no, we ain't got no day, but I'm looking for one. Do you know checks started showing up in our mailbox? For a few years, we were getting checks on and off in our mailbox. Come on, somebody. I know what I'm talking about. You start expecting something in your life. You start expecting healing. You start expecting. That's why some time back we talked about supernatural expectation. See, when you start expecting something, when you start expecting God to do something in your life, it's going to happen. You got a broken relationship and you need it to be fixed. You, you expect God to do it. It's going to happen. Sometimes he going to have, you see, a lot of times when you expect God to do something, sometimes he'll start changing stuff in you, changing stuff about how you feel about things, but it's happening. Listen, God love us and he want us to have everything we need. What are you believing God for? It's his will. Start expecting. That's all. It's just that simple. What you got to lose? Whatever you need God to do in your life, you don't have it now. So why, why are you going to back down now? <laughs> what, what you going to give up now for? Come on, somebody. You expecting God for a house. You expecting God for an apartment. You expecting God for, and you, you okay, you ain't got it now. Why, listen, why would you give up now? If, even if you don't see it, keep expecting it. What you got to lose? How much do it cost you to get up every day with some expectation? How much do it cost you to believe God for what you need? How much is it costing you? How much time is you spending in expectation? How much is it, how much is it taking away from your everyday life for you to expect God to do something? Come on, somebody. I'm talking to me and somebody. We make this thing too hard. When I get up in the morning, I'm expecting. When I go to bed at night, I'm expecting. What do you believe in God for? Expect it. It's his will. It ain't costing me nothing to stay in expectation. I'm looking for supernatural expectation. It hasn't cost me one dime. It hasn't cost me any of my time. 
Because, see, I can be thinking about what I'm expecting God for and still keep doing what I do throughout the day. And we'll get in our, well, I've been expecting God for this and it ain't happening. Keep expecting. Come on, keep expecting. Man. All right. It's our topic for today. What do you believe in God for? It's his will. Keep expecting. What do you believe in God for? It is his will. Keep expecting. Come on, somebody. All right. Let's get on down to our lunch menu for today. We got a good one today, y'all. We got a good lunch menu for you today. Uh, here we go. You know how, I don't know when the last time I had one. It's been a while. A chicken pot pie. Come on, somebody. When the last time you had one? Chicken pot pie. You know, you take that chicken, and if you make it, if you get it homemade, or you get it out the stove, they're a little salty, you get it out the stove. That's right, Josephine, don't give up. They're a little salty if you, you know, they got a little too much sodium in it if you get them out the stove, but you can make them yourself. Get you the little pans and the trays, whatever you put them in. And you get your ingredients together. You get you some some potatoes and get you some carrots and some celery and get you some uh, some some uh, chicken breast and uh, you, you cook it and put it in that uh, pan and put your dough in there, all your stuff in there, and then you know you wrap it up. You fold like you're making a you know like you're gonna make your a blueberry cobbler or something like that. You, you do that. You you know you got to have the crust in there and stuff like that. And uh, so you could you could do it out of two pie shells. Make your make your make your uh, a chicken pot pie out of two pie shells. But 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 that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about the pot pie, but it ain't gonna be chicken. Good morning, Rosa. We're doing a possum pot pie. So you do it the same way. You got to use the same Tim McClamour said. Sounds good. A possum pot pie. See, don't use the chicken. You're gonna use possum. A possum pot pie. You use the same ingredients, just a different meat. Everything is going to be the same. You're just using different meat. Instead of the chicken pot pie, we're doing a possum pot pie. See, I had to explain to you about the pot pie first. We're used to the chicken. You ain't doing nothing different but changing the meat. Everything else is going to be the same. Now, you can't get, you can get the chicken pot pie out the stove. You can't get this one out the stove. You gonna have to get. You have to make this at home. It's possum pie pie. <laughs> the said I was talking about the chicken. <laughs> you can't get this one out of the stove. It's gonna be the same thing, same ingredients. You just switching the meat. All right, folks, that's our lunch menu for the day. Possum pot pie. When you make it, call me so I can hang up on you. All right, <laughs> that's our lunch menu for the day. <laughs> Listen, every day God says something good, and we need to say something good about our day because it matters what we say about our day. Today is a blessed day, a day full of love because, God, you are love. A day full of grace, a day full of mercy, a day full of peace, a day full of joy, a day full of help. 
a day full of prosperity, a day full of all of who you are, God, because you are our everything. Listen, go love yourself. Love on somebody. Pray for yourself. Pray for somebody. But don't let nobody mess up your day, not even yourself. And remember, God loves you. Listen, he loves you. What are you believing God for? It's his will. Keep expecting it. And I'm telling you, you'll see it happen. Listen, God loves you. And we love you too here at the Love Morning Show. We out.